Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Harris preaches a message on Matthew chapters 24 and 25. This teaching by Jesus was in response to the disciples' question regarding the end times. Please listen to today's portion of this week's message entitled, The Olivet Discourse. Well, I decided long ago when we found out that Scott would be gone and uh, that I would be uh, taking his place for a while, that I I knew what I wanted to do. It's much the same as the last time that I filled in for him. I took you to a key verse in Matthew 24, verse 15, which refers to something in Daniel chapter 9 that we'll get to very soon when, uh, when Scott is back. And I decided that I wanted to go uh, visit the Olivet Discourse again. And so uh, we're going to do that tonight. And uh, when I went and uh, brought up the sermon that I had written when I first taught through the Olivet Discourse, I I looked at this sermon, and the first thing that was there was several paragraphs about the shocking, world-changing thing that had just happened. I preached on this the the Sunday after 9-11. And, uh, and actually, I, I had already done the Olivet Discourse before, but I was going through Matthew, and I did this one-message survey, and it was when that just happened. Well, guess what was the anniversary this past Sunday? It was the anniversary of the attack, the, the 21st anniversary of the attack on New York on, and the Pentagon um, on 9-11. So since we come to this message on end times right at that anniversary, I thought it's a good opportunity to uh, hitch our wagon to those events that are fresh in the minds of most of us. There are a few in the room that might be too young to uh, even remember that event or to know its significance. But I wanted to talk a little bit about that and mention a few things to introduce our message First of all, and this sounds like broken record if you've heard me for very long, doctrine matters. What happened on 9-11 of September 2001 was all about theology. And I said this on Sunday morning. False doctrine and bad theology have terrible consequences. They are always terrible in the eternal consequences and sometimes in the... uh, temporal things as well. The basis for the hatred of America, the basis for the disregard of sanctity of life, which is such a big deal in America right now, the the rationale that allows people to do the unspeakably evil things that they've done and call it good and believe that they're serving God, those are religious ideas taken to their logical conclusions. Don't let anyone tell you that it's unimportant to be precise and to be thorough about understanding 
the doctrines of the Bible. And just remember, 9-11 was theological. A second thing that we want to say as we think about this passage that deals with end times is that those terrible events like September 11th of 2001 are not the events of the end times as recorded in the Olivet Discourse, as predicted in Daniel and and elsewhere. They were uh, spectacularly evil. They were the cowardly acts of despicable and evil people who believe false things. Um, They have national and worldwide repercussions, for sure. The world has definitely changed since 9-11. Can anyone spell TSA, which didn't exist before that? Um, But the end is definitely nearer than ever before, but the specific prophesied events that precede the return of Jesus Christ have not yet begun. There is nothing else that has to happen before the next event on God's calendar, which is the rapture of the church. And I'll mention that in passing tonight. Let me give you an idea of the difference between something as uh, massive, tragic, and shocking as the events of 9-11 and what it will be like when the wrath of God is poured out. The death toll from September 11th of 2001 at the Pentagon and in New York City, uh, I believe the official death toll was 2,977. And, you know, every year they read the names of all the people who, who died. At, I believe it's at the, at the memorial in New York. Um, there were more than 25,000 injured and then there have been long-term consequences for people like first responders with the, the, the poisoning of their respiratory systems and all that. that that's terrible. Uh, that's a gut, a gut punch. We're relatively insulated being here in Idaho, but I'm almost sure there are people in the room here that, that know somebody uh, or know a family member, that, know a family that had lost a family member that day. Now, here's the comparison. Revelation chapter 6, verse 8, mentions a time, an event, when a fourth of the population will die. The world population will die. Revelation 9.15 says that later, a a third of the remaining population will die. That means that in a span of less than four years, somewhere between three and four years, half the population of the world will die. Because if a fourth dies, that leaves three-fourths. And if a third of them die, that's another fourth of the original. Half of the world's population is going to die in two events, which are the direct result of part of the outpouring of the wrath of God during those times. Those are the two largest events in terms of death, but there will be other deaths as well. So uh, let's think about what that would mean. I think the Earth's population right now is seven and a half billion. A seven and a half isn't as easy to do division on as eight. So let's round up and say eight billion. If the Lord tarries, it won't be very long before there will be eight billion on Earth. That means that if those things were to happen in our generation, four billion people would die. 
A conservative estimate would say that those are going to happen within a span of three and a half years. That's an approximation approximation that um, fits the chronology of the book of Revelation for those events. So if you were to spread that carnage over that entire three and a half years, now that's not the way it's going to be. It's going to be mainly those two events. But suppose that many people died over a span of, 300, uh, of three and a half years. That would be 3,131,115 people who would die in the world every day. That's 130,463 per hour if you averaged it out over that span of three and a half years. So 9-11, oh, it, it, it makes my stomach churn to think about what I was seeing and hearing in the, you know, on that day and, those, and those, following, uh, those following days. And it's just a tiny, tiny, minuscule fraction of what's going to happen when the wrath of God is poured out before the return of Jesus Christ. Now, here's something else to... Uh, in case you were having a good day, I thought I would just you know, see how far I could depress you before we turn the corner here. As you harmonize all of the prophetic passages of the Bible, and Scott's doing a great job leading us through Daniel, and you know God is very specific about empires and, and, and who's going to reign over who, when, and where, and all of that. As you harmonize all the prophetic passages of the Bible, it becomes apparent the United States of America is not mentioned in any end times prophecy. Well, that's a statement of the negative. We know it's not there. And that's in contrast to uh, several human empires which are clearly mentioned, as we've seen and we're going to continue to see in Daniel. So, some people hitch their horse to that idea and ride off into the sunset and say, well, obviously these events are not going to happen until America is rendered completely meaningless or um, blown off the face of the earth in a nuclear holocaust. And they, they all kinds of fanciful ideas about that. Well, that, is, that does not mean that there's no future for the USA, nor do I in any way predict, assert, or think that given what we are now, that the USA is going to be conquered or that we will become an inconsequential nation. But um, prophecy commentators have said a lot of things and have erred by speculating on things not revealed by God. But here's my perspective on that. My admonition is this. Don't put your faith or attach your faith to your country, not even a country as wonderful as ours, where we have, we have blessings and have had blessings for two and a half centuries plus that have never been known anywhere else on this planet since creation. This is a wonderful place. And we've lived in a, in, in a, in a world where there was sort of an ambient presumption of Christian morality and worldview, sort of a folk Christianity Definitely not always zealously evangelical, but what a wonderful place this is. But I always tell people when I'm teaching them to preach God's Word, if I can't preach the same sermon that I preached here when I go to Russia, then I'm not preaching God's Word. Because God's Word doesn't change for 
America versus Russia versus China versus Africa versus uh, uh, lonely islands in the South Pacific. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.